You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Hi, it's Wes Kosova. Today, we have another edition of our new special report hosted by my colleague, Saleya Mosin, Bloomberg's senior Washington correspondent. Each week, Saleya will bring you original reporting and insights on the most important people, issues, and ideas that will shape the 2024 U.S. election and how they'll impact policy, politics, and power, not just in the U.S., but around the world. Watch this space for a new installment each week. Thanks so much for listening. And here's Saleya. Tonight is the third Republican presidential debate. The race has seen some changes. Former Vice President Mike Pence dropped out of the 2024 presidential race over the weekend. Nikki Haley's the one who's got a little momentum right now. With all the maneuvering of who's in and who's out of the race, here's something you probably will not hear from a certain governor. I am going to run. I'm going to get back in the race. I'm going to decide to run for president. That's New Hampshire's Republican Governor Chris Sununu. And yes, he's joking. It sounds fitting for this year where nothing seems to make a whole lot of sense. The joke reveals a quiet tension within the Republican primary contest, a longing among some Republicans and independents for a frontrunner who isn't former President Donald Trump. Governor Sununu shares this longing. But so far, he hasn't revealed which candidate will have his support. He's hoping that tonight's debate will help him decide. I think the third debate is the biggest debate of all of them. They're going to have effectively twice as much airtime as they had in the first debate, right? Just because there's probably about half as many actual people there. You're hopefully showing that you're not a flash in the pan. And who Sununu endorses matters. Because as a popular, well-respected Republican governor, voters and the media will be paying attention to his choice. This debate will have fewer candidates on stage, meaning each will get more airtime. It's a crucial moment for them to stand out ahead of the Iowa caucus in January. Ahead of the debate, Sununu shared what he'll be watching for. He also told me his thoughts on Trump and what he thinks of Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Both are seen as leading challengers to Trump. I'm senior Washington correspondent Saleya Mosin. This is The Big Take from Bloomberg News. Five candidates will participate in tonight's debate. Former Ambassador Nikki Haley, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, Senator Tim Scott, and Vivek Ramaswamy. One key person who will be missing from the stage? Trump. 
he's skipped all of the debates so far. Still, he's the frontrunner. The latest Iowa poll has him at about 46% among Republican primary voters. National polls measuring him against others vying to be on the GOP ticket have him around 55% on average. But for Sununu, Trump is just not the person his party needs right now. Trump has created this kind of cult, not based on anything other than just, you know, his ability to disrupt. And don't get me wrong, a lot of us were looking for a disruptor, and I supported him very strongly in 16 and 20, and, you know, that's what we were looking for. He just didn't get enough done for our liking. Sununu pointed out that he's not alone in his disillusionment. Put it this way, Trump can barely even hold on to 50% of the most hardcore base voters in these polls. People say, oh, he's polling at 52%. That's actually terrible, right? For a former sitting president that's only polling at 52% and someone who should be the standard and flag bearer and the fait accompli, if you will. Even though 52% could be more than enough to win, Republicans have been underperforming in elections for several years now. And Sununu doesn't think that that slide is over. Republicans could be in real trouble in 24. We lost in 22, right? This type of, it wasn't even disjointed. It was just more of bad candidates with an extreme Trump-driven type message lost us a lot of races we should have won in 2022. We don't seem to have learned from that, right? And in fact, if anything out of D.C., it's gotten worse. So far, he hasn't said who he's going to endorse. But there is one person who he seems to have his eye on more than others, Nikki Haley. She's been getting a lot of attention from donors recently, too. And when Sununu was out on the trail with her recently, he said he was getting closer every day to endorsing her. But in our interview, he just wouldn't go there. Look, I don't know who I'm going to endorse right now. As soon as I know, you'll know. I mean, really, I'm not very good about being coy. So as soon as I figure out who I want to get behind, I'll get behind him a lot. But I've met with all the candidates. I've been on the road with every single one of them. I've done events with all of them for the most part. Like I mentioned, Sununu has a lot going for him that makes his endorsement interesting. His reputation as a fiscally responsible governor, his popularity in his home state, and frankly, his political pedigree. His dad was chief of staff to President George H.W. Bush and a governor before that. And his brother, he served in Congress. He has a lot to say about the Republican Party and who should lead it. And he seems to be looking for a candidate who isn't terribly different from himself. I mean, I like governors. I like governors because there's accountability, a sense of true leadership. They're really CEOs, not just policy people. They're really executives. And that's exactly what we want in there. There's no shortage of governors running. Doug Burgum, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Asa Hutchinson. All of them are current or former governors. Then there's Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a former CEO of a small pharmaceutical company. All of them were on the debate stages for the first two primaries. Based on those two nights, here's what Sununu thinks we're going to see tonight. What you're likely going to see is DeSantis keep hitting Nikki Haley on a variety of things. Nikki has to show that she's, and she did it in the second debate, I think, very well, that she isn't just kind of that flash of fire, that she really has that grit, that staying power. She can give it as well as she can get it. Folks like Tim Scott, you know, they got to show something here. They're going to have a lot of potential airtime to do it, but they got to show something and they got to come with not just some fire, but they got to come with something that kind of gets that second and third question. Everyone on the stage tonight will be looking for their viral soundbite. You know, that moment to show something, as Sununu put it. He has this advice for the candidates. Earn your airtime. If you get airtime in a debate because you're just shouting over everybody, 
that don't work. But if you get the airtime in a debate because you're interesting, you're charismatic, you're making some funny quips or whatever it is, show some personality. So they keep coming back to you because the moderators want to keep kind of coming to you on that. That's how you earn quality airtime. They just have to really get people excited and hopeful and optimistic and inspired, right? The Republican Party needs to inspire somebody, inspire their voters, I should say. And that can just not just be reiterating the same old policy point. Like it's boring, right? Show some grit. Nikki's done that pretty darn well. DeSantis has held his own very, very strongly. Those are obviously the top two contenders. So I think you're going to see those two go after it pretty good. Sounds simple enough. But can one of those candidates overcome Trump? As long as it gets down to a one-on-one race before Super Tuesday, it's now a one-on-one race with a former president that can barely hold 50%. Now it becomes exciting. Now it becomes interesting. After the break, we'll get to where Sununu thinks the party goes next. I'm not worried about the next election. I'm worried about the next 10. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. Athletes, actors, artists. But what about the people behind the scenes? You know, the ones who make it all happen. The lighting engineers, the sideline photographers, the caterers. They're small business masterminds. And if there's one thing they have in common, it's making their money work harder. That's why they have a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, where they are now earning a generous 5% annual percentage yield. Yes, 5% APY. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. We're back with New Hampshire's Governor Chris Sununu. I called him to talk about the third Republican presidential debate. If you've turned on the news recently, you know that the Republican Party is going through something. We have to interrupt this for one moment to cover the complete and utter clown car that is the House Republican speaker's race back in Washington, D.C. Let's call it chaos in Congress. Right now, it just looks like they don't want to govern. Governor Sununu, I'd love to hear from you how you would describe the current state of the Republican Party. (laughs) That should be a very easy thing to answer, but it's not. It's not very easy. So when it comes to, I would say, party leadership, when it comes to the party as you see it on national television, the representatives, what's happening both on the presidential race or what's happening in D.C., it looks a lot more disjointed than it really is. When it comes to the average Republican registered voter of the Republican Party, most of them have the same message. They don't like the divisiveness. They don't like the fact that we're fractured when you're solidified in terms of branding When you agree that, hey, we're not going to agree on everything, but, you know, the 80 percent of core values of fiscal discipline and local control and limited government, you know, those are the things that we can really, you know, use to our advantage to kind of give people confidence in terms of joining the Republican Party for an election. That's not happening right now. Now, I think there's actually still time. Poll numbers are moving for some of these other candidates. That doesn't mean we're more divided. It just means we are going through a process of finding our candidate. 
things can change pretty quickly. I asked the governor about the party's recent leadership changes. When you think back to Senator Mitt Romney, he was the standard bearer for the Republican Party in 2012, up until Trump's emergence in 2015. And I know Democrats now just love Romney. They didn't at the time. But what's the story that you would tell to explain how the Republican Party got from Romney to Trump to where it is today? Well, the story is this. Republicans in Washington stopped becoming effective and Republicans in governorship started leading the nation. And I'm not just saying that as a Republican governor, but I mean, look at the pandemic. There was a fundamental change in how folks viewed government. When we came through it, they looked to what happened state to state because states were given a lot of flexibility. To Trump's credit, by the way, he gave states a lot of flexibility to design their own path with CARES Act funds and policies and all that sort of thing. But as for bringing voters to the Republican side this election, there's one issue that seems to be demanding a lot of attention. We know from polling that the economy is a top issue for swing state voters. Home mortgage rates are at the highest levels of nearly two decades. And consumer confidence remains low since inflation continues to eat away at household budgets. In short, voters aren't happy. So I asked Sununu how he expects that to show up as people cast ballots. How do you think that the current state of the economy will play in the elections? It's a great question. And the answer is not nearly as much as anybody thinks. The economy was a much more of a drastic issue. Inflation, cost of living, all of that sort of thing, as you kind of ran into the 22 elections, which is why there should have been a big red wave of candidates and opportunity for Republicans to say, look, we know the economy, we know how to manage. It didn't pan out. It didn't pan out at all. So it'll still be a top issue, but it's actually not a top issue in driving a vote, which is a very different thing. And this is where polling has become a little bit antiquated. Polling isn't moving to be sophisticated enough to understand that what drives people's concerns doesn't always drive their vote. The most important issue that people will vote on is likability. And that's it. I mean, that's really the biggest driver. Do I like and trust this individual enough to start bringing this country together to get stuff done? And that's where people keep missing out. If you're not likable, I don't care how good your policy issues are. If people don't like you, they don't think you're going to give 120% to the job. You're not showing a little positivity and inspiration and something. So that, if you will, trumps, I hate the term, but trumps even some of the severe economic issues that people are facing. It's not like it was before. Likeability means a lot. Sununu hopes that the person that voters like can go the distance. Now, when you say, where do we go from here? I'll think longer term, right? Out to 2026 and 28. As a party, we got to kind of get past this election one way or the other. Either we get past it with a new candidate that brings us together, galvanizes us, and I think really creates a huge opportunity and a huge runway immediately as they hit the ground in January of 25. If we're stuck with Trump and Trump gets the nomination, he will lose. And then again, we're kind of in a rebuilding phase and it's going to be messy. It's going to be a very messy, hard, long slog. So that's how we lose by sticking with Trump is exactly how we lose. One way or another, we're going to kind of have to pick up the pieces. It's a lot easier if we move on with another candidate now than have to kind of scramble and have infighting and all that for a couple of years. So we got to find a winner. As for Governor Chris Sununu, he said this term is his last. And even though there once was a lot of talk about him running for president someday, right now, he says he's not interested in working in the federal government. Oh, no. No, I'm not going to D.C. I can't help but say, a lot of people have said this, 
and still end up in Washington. As for the folks who are trying to make their way to the White House, tonight's debate matters. And so does what comes after it. There's still a lot to be played out here. And one thing I have learned is that political momentum is a real thing in both a positive and a negative direction. If you start falling apart, it's really hard to start turning things around. If you start gaining momentum at the right time and everything's clicking, you can get a lot of movement. And some of the candidates have already shown that. And then you just have the natural attenuation of some of the existing candidates. So huge opportunity for those other candidates to define themselves and define the Republican Party moving forward. But they have to narrow themselves down to get people excited. Considering everything we've talked about, I'm curious, where do you think the Republican Party goes from here? Oh, boy. I guess we'll find out in a couple months, right? The Third Debate airs tonight on NBC at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find our coverage on Bloomberg.com. Thanks for listening to The Big Take from Bloomberg News. I'm Saleya Mosin. This episode was produced by Anna Mazarakis, Naomi Shaven, and Julia Press. It's part of a special series from our D.C. newsroom. Blake Maples is our mix engineer. Our story editors are Mike Shepard, Wendy Benjaminson, and Caitlin Kenny. Sage Bauman is our executive producer and head of podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back next week. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers, and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights, and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.